Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to another edition of Football 2 Plus 3 with the famous Mo, exclusive to the Ginger's Perspective. And before I chat to Mo, it's been an enthralling weekend. The pressure mounting on Manchester United. Liverpool, have they summoned the dark arts because they're starting to play some fantastic football and Everton have jumped up to second place on the Barclays Premier League. Plenty going on this week on Football 2 Plus 3. Remember, check us out on Twitter at Football 2 Plus 3 and on the website cs2plusc.co.za. Mo, thanks very much for joining me once again as always. What's going on with Manchester United? Because that's yet another defeat now. And looking at the way United are playing, what are you putting, putting it down to? Is it really confidence? I don't think it's confidence, eh? I think it's uh, more favouritism. Uh, Wayne Rooney needs to be dropped. It doesn't matter if he's captain. Drop him. He's not doing anything. And Mourinho needs to step up and make some you know, bold changes. He has to do it. They're playing without any you know, cohesion. They're not, they're not gelling. And that's a big problem. Eh? It's the same thing like when LVG was around. It is a bit LVG-ish, isn't it? I mean, not playing with much width. And I mean, let's look at the squad. Paul Pogba, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, just to name two of the most influential players in the world today, yet they're not firing. Well, Pogba, I think the price tag is bringing him down. Eh? I think it was too much. And, you know, he, every time he, he's on the pitch, it's, it's, it's too heavy for him. I'd give him a couple of more games before I feel that maybe he must go play with the under-23s as well. Rooney and Pogba in the under-23s, imagine <laughs> that. But I know that Pogba's agents come out and said that the reason they chose Manchester United was to reunite with Jose Mourinho and win titles. At this stage, the title is only going one place, and that is the Etihad Stadium. And I know that will hurt you as a Manchester United fan, but five from five, City playing incredibly good football at the moment. And they're doing it without Aguero in the last couple of games. Yeah, look, uh, Pep, Pep Guardiola, just, he's just a machine. Eh? He's turned them into uh, you know, a solid unit. And they're getting the results and they're beating teams convincingly. Eh? It hurts. That killer instinct is something maybe you know, their red neighbours can, can, can look at. But um, I think at this point, Pep, has got his guys firing at the right time of the season. Look, I know when Christmas time rolls around, when it's that cold winter, crappy, wet nights, it's a different world. The Premier League is a different world. Can City sustain it, though, in your opinion? No, I don't think they will. Eh? I think their the squad is not big enough, especially with the number of games that's going to come up. So far, it's been all right. You know, They've only had to deal with, I think, what one or two Champions League games. So it's still early days, eh? Let's see how they handle it after the injuries come up and that type of thing. We'll see. Let's turn our attention now to Liverpool. I know it was on, on Friday, but by far, for me, one, one of the performances of the weekend, they played some incredible football. Henderson himself with a cracking goal, and even Steven Gerrard tweeted, stop it, Hendo, stop it. Let's hear now from Jurgen Klopp. 
He was chatting to the BBC after the 2-1 win over Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Uh, absolutely, so it was really good, especially if we started the game, it was brilliant. In the first half, first 35 minutes or something, we were playing well-deserved games. Uh, goals, not um, great moments. Not the biggest chance because they defend really well, but we created the moments and were really quick in mind around our goal. So because we had um, set pieces, strong, flexible, and, and how so quick in mind used the situation. Of course, we need a lifetime goal of John Henderson, and, uh, but two nil well deserved. And All right. Well, well, there you get it. I mean, he could probably speak for days about that result. At the end of the day, Jurgen Klopp seems to be getting the best out of the side, and it's um. Something that's getting the Liverpool fans, the Reds, rather excited. Look, it was a good uh, result for Liverpool to beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. But, uh, you know, the biggest problem with Liverpool, like we always say, is going to the Burnleys and the West Bromwich and the Hull to get a result has always been a problem. Yeah, it has been tricky for them. We'll have to wait and see, but no Firmino on the night, and I think Jurgen Klopp will be happy with the way his team's performed. And for Chelsea, though, they look a little bit susceptible. Watching the game the previous weekend, I think it was West Brom. Was it West Brom? Yeah. No, Swansea. I think it was Swansea. Was it Sw- Swansea? They looked yeah. a little offbeat, and, and I don't know if maybe it's Conte's sort of methods making their way in or trying to sort of find that rhythm, but they looked a very... Dare I say it, average side. And they've got a you know a big game coming up against Arsenal this weekend, and uh, they need to fire on all cylinders. And they look a bit weary and a bit tired, but I think uh, that you know they'll shake it off and they'll they'll be back uh, to their their, their their best. Costa will be attacking defenders and biting people and <laughs> all that stuff. So I think uh, look, it was. Liverpool outplayed them. Liverpool play with some some very good pace, and Chelsea weren't uh, weren't ready for it. Eh? No, they weren't. They definitely weren't. In terms of of Chelsea, they'll be without John Terry for the next ten days or so, and who knows what Conte's thinking for this match against Arsenal because they are playing some good football, and Arsene Wenger's Gunners look to be turning it on early doors in the season. They they look, uh, to, but with Arsenal, you know, it, it, it's a yo-yo season, eh? They go through a good spell and everybody's behind them. Then they're going to dip and then it's Wenger out. Then, you know, it's up and down with them. It might be fun to be an Arsenal supporter because it's like a roller coaster every season. Well, I, I hope I hope for the Gunners' sake, though, that, that we see them uh, a little bit more consistent this season. Uh, let's talk about Everton. Um, as you said, the Merseyside clubs will be just celebrating this weekend. But uh, over Middlesbrough, they looked rather comfortable. And, and it must be said, once again, Romelu Lukaku seems to be the man to have in your fantasy team. Uh, absolutely, eh? with a solid ha- hat trick. And he got a goal this weekend. So, uh, yeah, look, I like I like uh, Ronald Koeman. Eh? He's, he's Mr. Nice Guy. He's always smiling. He, he made some good signings. I think he bought the defender from uh, Swansea. Ashley Williams, I think it was. That's right. I mean, he got rid of John Stones. It was a player who had his head turned last season by Man City and Chelsea and all these guys. He, he got rid of him at a good price. And brought in some quality players, managed to keep Lukaku because I mean they want we're looking like 65 million for him, and he's one of you know uh, Raiola's agents as well or players. Yeah. So he's managed to keep some of his uh, players, get rid of the unnecessary ones, 
And that's why I think they're turning it on this uh, this season. But they'll fade away by December. You know how it is. Yeah, there's question marks around the depth of the squad always at Goodison Park. But one thing that is interesting is Kuman's come out and said that he thinks Gareth Barry will play for two more seasons. And that's despite the veteran midfielder, defensive midfielder, playing in a 600th Premier League match. I mean, what a servant he's been to the Premier League. Yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that's never in the headlines, eh? It's 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 good to see him there for the right reasons, but he's always been at you know at clubs. He just does his thing and he goes home. You know he doesn't uh, he doesn't uh, rock any uh, boats or anything like that, fireworks in the bathroom or anything like that. Yeah, thank goodness. Although Balotelli's got stories about him and Nice <laughs> and being left out because of the frail condition his body's in at the moment. But that's a conversation for for another day. We've got the football league cup. Yeah. Um, happening tomorrow night, uh, which, which should be some interesting matches that are, that are coming up there. And, and in particular, Leicester's playing Chelsea, eh? Exactly. I was about to say that's probably the pick of the matches, Leicester-Chelsea. Leicester also 3-0 over Burnley over the weekend. And a side that's you get this feeling are starting to just get that, that, that rhythm that they had last season. I'm not saying they'll go all the way and win the title again, but the reigning champions of England are looking a decent outfit yet again this season. Yeah, they are. Well, they they had a slow start. They got beaten a few times, but uh, I think once they now they got going and they're winning, they'll 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 start uh, performing again. I think the league cup is something they don't need. Eh? It's a distraction. They've got Champions League. Uh, they can focus on the league. They can just probably let Chelsea beat them like ten 0 or something. <laughs> and also they they go to Old Trafford this week in Leicester, so it's going to be an interesting game uh, on Saturday. Plenty football. Newcastle United after their shock defeat to Wolves at St James's yep. Park. After what happened with that? Didn't they smash like QPR six nil? Six nil. Exactly. Look, it's quite interesting reading up uh, to the to the build up in the game and and checking out the Chronicle and the Shields Gazette. Everyone's saying don't do a Kevin Keegan, don't do a Kevin Keegan, Rafa. And what happened was back in 1992, Newcastle had won 11 on the bounce, cruising. Back to get back into into the top flight and they lost to Grimsby Town and everyone was saying don't do this against Wolves because everyone expected Newcastle at St James's almost sold out 52,000 people and they went and bottled it badly they're saying <laughs> their sign their, their, their big signings didn't um, pitch up uh, they were nowhere to be seen so Rafa is very grumpy but we got Wolves again tomorrow night in the League Cup yeah. and you can expect Newcastle to put in a decent run there. So we'll have to leave it there, Mo. Thanks very much as always. Where can people get hold of us? At football2plus3 and at www.cs2plus3.co.za. That's it. And uh, watch the space. There'll be some interesting news about where else you can find this podcast in the next few days. Yeah. And uh, just be champions, eh?